welcome to another episode of our awesome podcast. This is the Digital Learning Team. I'm Leah Harima. I'm Clara Alanis. And I'm Lily Jinsby. We are short one member right now, Fern Johnson, but we're going to loop her in with a recording that she recorded already. So I was out last week and they they helped me out. <laughs> and so um, it's, it's probably going to be hard for us to sometimes be here all together at the same time. So we're making it work. That's the beauty of technology. Yes. Um, we are using Anchor uh, to record this. If you ever want to do a podcast, it's so easy and wonderful to use, and we can we can help you do that. Absolutely. So a little bit about Tech Bytes is that this podcast has a topic, and we will have a few episodes covering that topic. Um, we are currently in the topic of web desk. This is our um, fourth episode and you can get credit. We're going to talk a little bit more about that at the end of the podcast, but you can get professional learning credit for um, listening to the podcast. And just a quick recap of last week, we touched on how you can access your S drive and your uh, home drive from uh, through WebDesk from your home computer or your Chromebook, whatever you have at home. Um, and you, we also talked about Office 365, the great benefits of having Office 365 in your web desk and being able to access and edit any uh, document from your Office suite. So um, some really great tips. If you didn't get to listen to it, shoot back and you can uh, listen to it re- retrospectively. So one of the reasons we started this podcast is um, to provide a way for teachers to do some professional learning um, in new and innovative ways. Uh, This particular um, Tech Bytes, we call it a blog cast because there is an accompanying blog and we take all the notes for you. So if you're like me and you're a note taker, uh, you can really just listen, go check the blog. Everything we talk about is linked there for you and ready to go. Another purpose for this is to um, meet some of the pillars identified in Plano ISD's strategic plan. We're talking about WebDesk and specifically inside Pillar 1, which focuses on learning and teaching. There is Action Plan 1.1.2. And the specific result that we want to see happening is um, providing research-based resources and tools So teachers are able to successfully facilitate engaging and innovative differentiated instruction. So in the world of a very busy classroom, differentiating instruction can sometimes mean children are working at stations, children are working at different applications. They're using different applications to show what they know. They're they're using a different applications for skill building. So because of all those personalizations and individualizations, um, learning how to customize your web desk can help to um, help with classroom management. It can help with developing consistent routines and procedures and really set norms for behaviors and processes so that when you are developing and delivering digital learning, you have a workflow working in your favor. Exactly. So why would you want to customize your WebDesk screen? What does that even mean? (laughs) Um, So when you're in WebDesk, you can, um, you can do all kinds of things to make it work just for you. So, for instance, I love to have mine in alphabetical order. Some campuses, when I go out and work with teachers, they cannot stand that because they're happy with, whenever they add their apps, where it lands on the page. They know where it's located. I know that, you know, on the top left of my screen is the discovery textbook app or whatever, for example. Um, 
But what I've done is I right click on the back of on the background. And when I do right click sort by, I can change it to alpha order or I can change it to type for how I want to sort it. So that's one way I customize it. Um, I hit the little edit button and you can change your theme. Of course, mine's pink. Um, you can also change your theme. My background is um, the ocean. So so I, I love that. Um, also, you can customize things for your students. I think we touched on that last time, but you know, through the teacher console, you can push out apps to your students and then they see it in their backpack app. So that's nice and helpful to customize things appropriately for them um, to help it to help them their workflow better. And where am I now? So that was me just talking a little bit about that. But Claire is going to touch on background themes, profile pictures, and the icon size. I keep forgetting about the icon size. So I think students are really good about finding different backgrounds. They don't take any time changing their profile picture. It's good for instructors to know um, how and why they're doing this. If they are getting a little off task, kind of it's fun to go in there and change those things. Um, and I think it is nice to teach them that, this is their web desk. They do have the ability to have a little bit of their personality showing through. It's great for relationship building to learn a little bit about what they're interested in and giving them that little bit of freedom and responsibility of uh, managing those things. But aside from that, um, sometimes those background colors and changing theme colors can be really helpful for children who require contrast when they're looking at a computer screen, reading from a computer screen. Icon size is really important because they can be made lo really large if we have um, anyone looking at the web desk screen and those letters are just way too small, um, they can be enlarged so that they are easier to read, quicker to find. Um, and just, again, work, part of your workflow is just being able to identify these things, find them as quickly as you can and get logged in securely and safely as fast as possible. And sometimes just enlarging an icon can be a really, really big difference um, for kids. And then being able to... Um, locate things because you know that you're looking at your web desk when you see your background and you see your profile picture you know you're looking at yours and maybe not a classmates or a siblings or something like that well um i love the fact that uh, uh, that leah had shared how you can sort your tiles in web desk um but did you know that you could also make folders so if you hit click the edit button at the top, you can create folders, much like the folders on your phone if you're a folder maker. Um, and you can organize, if you're a category person, you can organize your tiles in different folders so that you can have a better ease of access. Um, sorting and moving tiles really helps the user or the teacher to um, sort of uh, find their priorities and move them to the places where their eyes are they can be easily accessible. So um, I have some teachers that sort alpha, but then move their most frequently used tiles to the very top row. Or um, I have another teacher who creates a folder that um, is sort of their start folder and everything that they need, er that they access every day is in that folder. Um, and then all the other folders are categorized by uh, subject matter. So if you're an elementary teacher, you can have a reading folder a station folder, a math folder. So really great way to organize for yourself and for your students. Um, and it's this, a very familiar environment because it you can move and drag tiles together to create a folder just like you can 
on your cell phone. So if you are already used to seeing that on your phone, you can transition into WebDesk so easily. So we have a teacher from Plano East Senior High School who has a brief customization story about WebDesk. Um, Diane Porter, thank you for joining us today. Hi there, I'm Diane Porter, English 3 teacher at Plano East Senior High School, and I use the web desk every single day. The first thing I do when I get, when I turn on my computer, is I go to the web desk, and I have all of my apps that I can readily click on to get to any program. Google Classroom, Nearpod, Flipgrid are all just a click away when I, because it's on my web desk. Thank you, Diane. One of the things we love about WebDesk is the ability to create a workflow. So when your students come into your classroom, they get those Chromebooks, um, there is a natural workflow that saves you some instructional time. We have another teacher who's joining us today, Sridevi Murugation from Wells Elementary, to share uh, a little bit about and specific examples of how her workflow works in her classroom. Hello, everyone. This is Sridevi Morgation, and I teach second grade at Wells Elementary. I'm here to talk about how my students and I use WebDesk. WebDesk has been a very helpful feature with managing the workflow in my classroom. I'm going to share out a few examples of how WebDesk makes this happen. For example, I have pushed out an app that has various math manipulatives, and with just a few clicks, my students can quickly access the math tools and can be actively engaged in the lesson. Just the other day, I had my students open the app and use base 10 blocks to work along with me. And for the next problem, we went ahead and switched to connecting cubes. So this helped with maximizing instruction time and we didn't have to spend time passing on the manipulatives and putting them away. WebDesk also allows for quick access to resources during teacher table and station times in my classroom. I could have my students quickly access differentiated stations, math or reading games and assignments. As a teacher, I can very easily and quickly push out the apps to my students. And with shorter transition times, my students can get the most out of their independent working time. Last but not the least, WebDesk can be added as a shortcut for faster access. This shortcut will appear on the shelf once it has been added. I hope you found this podcast to be useful. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great day. Thanks, Sri Devi. Jumping into home access. So there's a couple of ways you can access WebDesk from home. One is it's web-based. So you could just go to webdesk.pisd.edu from any device and log into your account. Um, the second way would be through the app. And um, we're, we're going to touch on the app a little bit more here in a second, but you just add the app and you can access the, the tiles that you need and including your H drive and S drive files. So um, home access is great, easy to get to, very familiar. I, I love that when we tell students, hey, do this at home, do you know whatever it is that they need to do from home, they're familiar with the, the environment, they're used to it. Um, mom and dad, um, somebody at home can help them because of that wonderful backpack app. They click on that and they can see everything that your student needs from within each um, class period or subject area. So that's very helpful. 
Um, one thing that I've noticed that I've heard about is that sometimes students at home have trouble accessing WebDesk because they have a, a brother or sister that also accesses WebDesk from the same device. So typically that, and, and usually it's a computer. So it's the, the fix for that is signing into Chrome. So if you sign into Chrome and then sign out of Chrome and the next kiddo jumps on the computer and signs into Chrome, then everything is just gonna sync up just fine through WebDesk. Instructions for that are on our website, which we'll get into in a minute. But um, anyway, that's home access and home could be, you know, McDonald's, Starbucks, doesn't matter, just outside of school, you can access WebDesk from anywhere. Okay, and thank you for that pro tip, Leah, because I think that a lot of times if you do have more than one student um, accessing WebDesk, that can be confusing and frustrating for the parent as well as the student. Um, and uh, the app, WebDesk app is so great because so many of our students already um, do so much uh, on their phone that this is just a seamless way to access their schoolwork and um, get school information and even uh, play some of the uh, apps or, or access some of the tiles in the website. So, And you can do that through the WebDesk app. Just download it. You can find it at pisd.edu. And it makes it so much easier for students to look at their textbooks or, or find um, activities for them to do, review ideas. Um, so really great. Yeah, so um, we're just going to wrap up with a few things. So remember that you can always access our hotspot, and, and there's a hotspot app in WebDesk now as well. Um, by going to through the app or by going straight to pisd.edu slash IT for instructional technology. And on that site, we have under technology resources, it's that top menu up there, um, a plethora of information, programs that we support, including WebDesk. So from, from the WebDesk link there, there's a handout you can give to, you know, parents or students to help you, to help them access it from home, whatever, help you understand how it works, everything like that. So that support is there for you. Of course, you can call any one of us on the digital learning team. We are always here to help you think through how to best make a product like this work in your classroom. We go around all over the district and help teachers all the time. So we have heard it all and we can help put pieces together make connections for you, or just help you think through and brainstorm um, troubleshooting, just anything. So that's what we're here for. So next, we're going to jump into our tech slam. And this week, our tech slam is all about that Chrome. That Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the first tip is um, one of my favorites. It's searching the, your Google Drive from your Omnibox. I wonder how many of us really know that that's such a time-saving tip. Um, if you go to your, what's called the Omnibox or your address bar and right click or, or finger tap, two tap, two finger tap on it, you'll get a menu and at the very bottom it says edit search engines. And we have more information in our tech resources and it'll be on our blog, but that's how you can edit and add a search engine or a search feature for your drive so that all you have to do if you want to search your drive is type in drive or D or and then 
space and you can search your drive and your document that you're looking for will come up right away. You don't have to I love that one. I love that. That's a great one. <laughs> Leah, what about you? Oh, okay. Well, I like being able to pin things to the shelf. So on a Chromebook, um, this I've seen this happen a lot in elementary classrooms, um, but it could be at any level. I used, to, I used to teach high school, so I would have taught my kids this. When you sign into a Chromebook, you have your own shelf. It's a smart shelf. It's just for that Chromebook. So anytime you sign into it, you're, well, for any Chromebook, it's when you sign into it, you have your customized shelf. So what I like about pinning is um, WebDesk. So you can pin WebDesk to the shelf. There's a little apple that appears on the shelf. And so that if and when a kiddo close out of, out of WebDesk, they can just click on the apple on their shelf and bring it back up. Instructions are going to be on our blog here in a little bit. My text line is shortcuts on a Chromebook. I love shortcuts. And if you're looking at a Chromebook, hit control, alt, and then the question mark button, and yes. you will get an on-screen menu of all the amazing Chromebook shortcuts. We'll have a link in the blog um, to a list of Chromebook shortcuts if you're more of a list person. And here's Fern's text slam. This is Fern, and the text slam that I have for this week is going to be really just a shortcut. Um, if you ever want to open up a, a Google Doc, or let's say you want to open up um, a presentation in Google, what you would do is open up a brand new untitled Google Doc, is type in docs.new into the web address bar and press enter, and then a brand new document will open. And so it's the same thing with presentations. So you, uh, you would just type in slides.new and then a brand new slides presentation. And that is my text slam for the week. Now, always remember that you can go to PowerSchool Develop to sign up for trade credit. And what you do is you would search for Tech Bytes in the search field, and then you will see where you're able to go in, join the class, and also uh, that is where the link for the Google form to fill out is also there as well. And all the instructions are on there for PowerSchool. So if you want to get credit for any of these podcasts, be sure to go to PowerSchool Develop, search for Tech Bytes, and then you'll be well on your way. Okay, and um, we want to remind you that next week we have a mini-series uh, on GoGuardian. So if you want to brush up on your GoGuardian skills, join us. We're going to share some great ideas about how teachers can set students up for success. We're going to empower teachers to be able to help students focus and zoom in on the work at hand and not get easily distracted and bonus, get, uh, get specific and private um, chats going with their students. So great ideas coming up. Don't miss it. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. Have a great week. Thank Bye.